Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. This is Khalil Wanda. And I'm Agard. Yeah, man, we have a special co-host on today's episode, podcast host of the Jamaica State of Mind podcast, Nicholas, is joining us. Welcome to the Regular Level Podcast, brethren. I'm on, I'm on. Respect uh, for the invite. I mean, it's a pleasure to be here. I mean, I, I, um, I started listening to your podcast from just the mix. I, mean, I used to just love the mix and just listen to it and then... You know, just like in the last episode, you say I was surprised when I started here, a whole new conversation. I said, okay, <laughs> all right, let's see which direction this I go. And, you know, it's it been, it, it been very informative and entertaining at the same time. So I've just been sticking around and then, you know, we did naturally just make the link online and, you know, now I'm here. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for not disappearing and going to replace it, you know, with another mixed show. Tell our listeners about your podcast and why you got into it, what you really focus on when you're doing that. I'm one of those people. I travel a lot sometimes for work, a lot of driving on the road. So um, I, I love listening to like, you know, Audible. Like I listen to a lot of Audible books, books and stuff like that. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I like, you know, history. So it, it's just something, I'll, you know, I've been years just listening to different podcasts and listening to diff- different books just do traveling and you just always have a lot of opinions and stuff so i said might as well i start a podcast for myself and just as i said talk my mind you know jamaican say oh my son so that's what the name will come from is a is a thing we say amongst a friend when you say something i would have say yo so oh, oh my son but you know so it was good for that um so it started when last year january last year you know i just decided to launch it you know, start, give it the full name, Omison Podcast. And I was doing great. I have a few of my friends I did it with, but it was mostly solo at first. And, you know, it was, it was kind of hard to get the, <laughs> I didn't do it weekly as much as I wanted to. I did maybe, I, I think I only did maybe 11, 
around 11 episodes last year. And you know, it was fun. I got a lot of feedback from people. And I saw that, all right, you know, I see a few people who are interested in it. So I said, let me continue doing it. But starting this year, one of the main reasons I changed my name was that all my son is good when you're amongst a Jamaican culture. Them, them get it. You get what I'm saying? If I said that, but amongst everybody else who asks me about it, I have to like explain it. Why I name it that? What does that mean? And all of that stuff. So I said, all right, you know what? I was saying, looking to change the name and uh, research some stuff. And I said, what, what would best describe what I talk about? And, you know, Jamaican state of mind just, just came to my head. And I also have it, you know, the podcast in Jamaica state of mind. I still keep the same little slogan I have, you know, where I talk about things from a Jamaican perspective, you know. So on the podcast, I thought about, I talk about like politics, current event. You know, I don't, it's not limited our target to one specific thing. But, you know, I try to, I try to keep it the same way. Like how I feel about anything or whatever comes to mind, I try to express it on the, on the podcast. You know, so that's basically what you get from it. You get anything. Either for, you know, I'm a man, I'm a politics junkie, so I read every article, I listen to every, <laughs> everything. You know, what I mean, I love history, so I will go back in history with any, you know, with just anything that's i would say knowledge i can gain any knowledge from that's me and i try to kind of put that type of perspective on that on the podcast where i talk about different things so that's basically what you get from it well that's a that's a good name i like that name so a little bit over a year now up and gunning yeah new new year new season new name yes sir that's what's up mm-hmm. and yeah man i was definitely uh drawn to the whole you know, a Jamaican living in did 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 you uh, say it was in America or, or in Atlanta where you? No, no, that's you America. I, I think the first episode was um, I think I named it Amer- Jamaica to America, where I describe basically, you know, living in Jamaica to where I'm here in America and the different transition and stuff you go through, basically making that transition as a you know as an immigrant in America. And and I also did an episode where I call Immigrants Make America Great. <laughs> that one got a lot of feedback. <laughs> with the whole, you know, with the whole, you know, Mr. Trump thing, cause, you know, I went, you know, cause I went and read some articles and I saw that a lot of stuff, even on Wall Street, a lot of Fortune 500 con- co- um, companies in America, majority of our people who born outside of the, com- con- the country run these, con- these companies. And um, most of the innovation in this country are all by immigrants. So I just wanted to point that view that this country cannot be great without immigrants, period. You know what I mean? Point blank. And there's no question about this. I did an episode on that and, uh, and I had to, you know, kind of go back in some stuff, draw from some sources and stuff like that to, you know, to, to make That's my point. Sir. Yeah, and man. So, well, yeah. I'm sure... A bunch of the regular lover listeners are gonna check it out. You know, what I'm saying available on on all platforms, right? Yeah, it's available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Just look up Jamaican State of Mind, Google it, all of that. You will definitely find it. And you know, you can go back listen to some of the old episode. You will see the transition, and I guess they will call it the maturity from 
from the first and onwards, you know, we're still, we're still learning and, you know, cause it's still new to us. Ali's new to me. So, you know, we still learn every day, we open up for feedback. You know, I'm a person, I take any form of feedback, good or bad, cause I use it to, to motivate me to go in the right direction, you know? That's what's up. Yeah, man. So today's show, we wanted to talk about music. Of course, this is the regular Lover podcast. How we dive in, Agard? So first of all, how, how long you been in the States, man? Uh, I, when I, when I, I think I owe three, when I finished high school, I came straight because my, my, my parents, my mother, you know, my, my mother live here and basically they wanted to make sure I finished school and, and stuff in Jamaica before we make that transition. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I asked that is because, you know, if we're going to talk about the nineties, I mean, you experienced the nineties in Jamaica. Yeah. Right. And for us, that's a totally different situation because we experienced the 90s in, in, in New York specifically. And then towards yeah. the end, I believe, Khalil, you, you guys moved down to Atlanta. Right. But, you know, a lot of stuff that we consume was from Jamaica. And it, it seemed to be it was exclusively Jamaica and New York, for me at least. So I can't even imagine growing up in the 90s in Jamaica because that was a very, that's a classic time for reggae music, especially dancehall. It definitely was the best. And then when I'm, uh, my background is also with, um, I was talking to Khalid about this, was um, my uncle, my uncle name is Ricky Villa. He was, he owned the song called La Benz from Dwayne Park. And, you know, if you hear the name La Benz, that's where Spraga Benz came from. Um, Benzley hype from Innocent Crew. Um, even from, even from Baby Sham those days. You know, give air or Q45 label. So growing, I grew up around that type of environment. You know, the dancehall, like true dancehall type of environment. You know, I was that little kid who never have a bedtime. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Little kid running through, you know, in a, in a big people things them would say, like, yeah. you know, so. So that's that's kind of my background. I would say in the grow, growing growing up in the nineties. I mean, go, go, going into the dance hall, where they, you know, not not not, not, what, not what they call it in America, black party. Yeah, but the true dance hall, the stuff that you guys discuss when they have like the boxes and the, all over in the lawn and all of that stuff. Yeah, man. So Spraga Benz is definitely the the top dog. Then, yeah, man. Spraga, 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 one of my favorite artists, and even just not just artists, just person, you know what I mean? Because him, him just is a cool individual. And there's a fact, a thing about him where I used to go to Calabar High School, and any, if you know anything about schooling in Jamaica, especially the, like those type of school, we, we keep a thing called FET. Like, uh, you, you, <laughs> but in retrospect, it would be like a stage show, because you got like different entertainer come through one day. They would bless the stage with, with them performance and all of that. And I remember one year, you know, when I'm talking, I'm, I'm a little, you know, little youth, and we had our fed coming up, and I called Spraga, you know, I didn't really know him like that, but you know, him know my you know, uncle, and I asked him if he can just pass through. And he blessed the stage, him, him come and bless the stage, and he brought Assassin at the time, and Young Assassin. Um, I think this was at either 2001 or 2002. And the man them teared on the place. Um, you know, I forgot the venue. But yeah, but it's that, that, that type of person name is, you know what I mean? So I always have that type of respect. So let me ask you, because you're a little bit younger than Agard and I, you know what I'm saying? And so a lot of the times when we analyze the music of today, mm. <clears throat> you know, we kind of feel like, you know, we sound like our grandparents. <laughs> we sound like... <laughs> 
how your parents used to say, oh, these kids nowadays, you know, yeah. are, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a grumpy old man kind of yeah. thing. So, you know, in your opinion, how would you compare the music of today to the music of the 90s? Um, I, I would say I'm, them, them tell me I'm kind of in that boat now where I complain about the music. <laughs> so they say I sound like my father. <laughs> you know, I complain about like, ah, back in my days, you know, 90s <laughs> music was the best. <laughs> and so I'm in that boat now, but definitely 90s, early 2000 is the best you would ever get off reggae. Now, you maybe can pick one and two artists are are just music, you know, whatever it is. You don't really have that. It doesn't grasp me that much like what it used to. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting older. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but, you know, when you listen to like, uh, I think maybe they have this conversation often where growing up, I knew, I knew when foreign artists or hip-hop artists, pop artists want to come to Jamaica and, and do work with Jamaican artists because of the sound and they want to do it with our sound. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it seems like there's a switch. And then most of the music to me sound more hip-hop than dancehall. So, you know, I think you know, a lot of people say, why we don't have a big hit anymore? I remember every summer, there, there is always a dancehall song that will cross over. Even when, I, even when I came into America to live, you're talking all three. Oh four, oh five. You always have that one dancehall record that's that that's going big here in the US. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one was what? Um, what's his name? Nobody afternoon. Nobody. I forgot. Was like what's his name? Cream, Cranium. Cranium. Yeah, yeah. That was the last big. You know what I mean? So I think it's more hip hop now, and because it's more hip hop now, there's not a lot of differentiation with hip-hop itself so if the reggae if reggae loses identity and sounding like hip-hop why why we need that you know you're not gonna have that crossover hit um if if that's what i'm trying to you know that's what i'm trying to say basically right it's 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 like it's competing with the original sound and it's like if people have to choose why go to the jamaican artists when you you're already getting it in america exactly okay i see you i i would agree with that yeah so that's my take and just the the big the, the big difference and just there's no juggling anymore there's no rhythm anymore you know what i mean when i say really you're a good juggling mixed rhythm from this time it's funny you say that because I was listening to a recent Stone Love and what what strikes me is, you know, Stone Love could still juggle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones that's still keeping it going. But I realized they're not playing rhythms, like unless it's dub plates. Like the singles, they're playing it more like a hip hop style, even yep. though it's dancehall. Yeah. So like even like the underwater rhythm, right? You know, you have, you know, Spice, you have Vibes Cartel, you have a couple of different artists they might just play the vibes cartel and, and move on. You know what I'm saying? No other artist is getting featured. And it's like, that's like back in the days, we would juggle a rhythm and you play the biggest artist on the rhythm, unless it's early one, you might play more. But yeah, I, I realized that they're playing one, 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 just one song off of the rhythm. Yeah, man. Yep. And that's actually, you know, now that you guys bring that up, I remember juggling in different environments, you know, if it's a Jamaican crowd, you know, you can ride a rhythm. 
you know what I'm saying? You can relax and just select two, three, four, five, depending on the rhythm, how strong it is, 10, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're playing in front of a, a Yankee, you know, a, a mixed crowd, a commercial crowd, up, maybe, you know what I'm saying, uptown, certain crowds where it's not predominantly Jamaican, is two songs of the rhythm at the most. But now that's how yeah. every dance is in Jamaica, like two songs and cut. You know what I mean? So. Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, we're hosting a spring picnic and the weather looks great, but we don't. We need stylish new jeans now. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now. Jeans, shirts, and tees are up to 50% off. Up to 50% off? Our fashion forecast is looking up. Sure is. Refresh your denim with new distressed styles and lighter washes. There's 106 washes to choose from. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. But the picnic's this weekend. We need them now. Just buy online and pick up in store for free today. Free pick up in time for our picnic? Get up to 50% off jeans, shorts, and tees now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Ballot 427-55. Select styles only. Yeah, and and even one of the thing that we, we, what I think is even killing the music too is that, and I not all the DJ them accountable like the the disc jackets right, because if I know if you notice in Jamaica a lot of disc jackets now, um and they like the Jamaican radio platform they trying to be producers, so they they basically make do building their own rhythm doing their own you know and Fruit Loops and all of these things and mm-hmm. then. You know, you know, pushing their own music, while you know you maybe have real people with talent that not getting the shine anymore. You get what I'm saying? So they they're pushing their own, so they play their own rhythm over and over, over, over and over, even if it's not good. Mm. And you know, so I think that's one of the things killing the culture right now. When you know, at least that, and from the dancehall um, point of view, that's a unique perspective. I haven't thought of that one. I haven't heard that one before. So you're saying you're blaming Mataran and Filings for starting this? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Like you look it up, man. Zip FM. Not even, not, not. Yeah, all the ZJs. <laughs> not, 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 not even them. Yeah, but like the Zip FM guys, them, you know, every one of them want to be producer now. So they, they might put their own stuff out there. And even if it's not good, they're, they're, they're somewhat the gatekeeper, where you would call it, right? So, you know, if they might push their music, you know, you got to basically take it. Yes. It, it's interesting you say that because there was a conversation I think Irish and Chin was having with Fire Links a couple of years ago. And it was kind of like the same thing to where they were talking about, you know, sound men not really pushing the rhythms anymore. And and now a lot of these producers are, are sending their stuff to the radio. And it's like, you know, it's not being tested in the dance hall anymore either. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I remember the days when, you know, you, you, yeah, you used to have to do that. You know, you'd have to, you know, have a, it's just a whole different, and I think you guys had an episode and I was talking about, um, I forgot, but like, just the, the culture of it, you know, I understand, we understand like things evolve, right? Music have to evolve, things have to change, but there's certain identities that need to steer, that's that identify what that is. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, like I said, I grew up in there where you, you have a sound system and you have like five, 10 DJ lining up to DJ around the sound system in front of a whole bunch of crowd. Even if it's a new song, whatever it is, you get what I'm saying? Nowadays that doesn't, they don't do that yeah. anymore. And, um, you know, you, you don't see that anymore. You know, and I mean, and, and that's part of the dancer culture. Right. 
only certain places like you see like i know they do that at um yeah the dub club where like Dubwise and you know like chronics and um kabaka and them you know what i'm saying they'll yeah. go around the sound and and still touch it live but you know it's a it's a point that you make that's really you know from the beginning of reggae from the beginning of the dance hall up until the time that you're talking about i guess this is the early 2000s you used to be able to yo come up with a lyrics you can't wait to go to the dance to test it out. That's the first, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you do something live and the crowd responds and they're like, all right, boom, I'm going to take this and go record it. You know, sometimes you test it out repeatedly, yeah. night to night, different dances, and then it gets cut on a record. So it's like, without that process now, yep. you know, could that be the reason that now the su- the stuff is just coming out, coming out every week? And it's not really hitting that hard. Yeah, what, what what you said earlier, I agree with. With um, things could change, but they have to have certain characteristics that say the same, right? Because when in the eighties and nineties, dance hall changed, but they still had bass lines. You know what I'm saying? It, it evolved. <laughs> yeah. It got faster. You know what I'm saying? There's different drum patterns, but still had a bass line. It had something that characteristically yeah. made it, you know, reggae. And I think what I'm doing now is like I listen to some of these songs and. The creativity is still there with the artist sometimes, but I'm like, yo, why isn't there a baseline here? You know what I mean? Like, it could be hip-hop-like, but then you could add in a little baseline, you know what I'm saying? A little three, four note, something. And that that's the thing that that I'm 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 like it doesn't make sense to me. You know, because it could keep with that tradition and still be something new, but there's something not hitting about it. What do you think? No, I, I agree with that 100%. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like I said, that's the whole point of... Re- in, and he's growing up. We used to love BS. The BS of everything. That's, that's, that was the whole point of, a, of any reggae rhythm. Like, you know what I mean? You stand up in front of a speaker and you want to feel that. <laughs> boom. Boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it doesn't happen a- anymore. And it's, it's, it's just... I, I think one of the things is, I would put it like, the the gen my generation right there was a there's a group of our generation even going to school that that hip hop kind of took a hold of you, you get what I'm saying because I've you know like when you know hip hop got real popular in the mid always for us in the mid nineties right and there are a group of kids who got who just got lost in that realm and I would say most most of those kids are like the well, that's the uptown kids them right and. I end up most of those uptown kids that grew up, you know, if you look at them, they're the one that's kind of do the producing right now. Most of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Run my, run my age group are right below that. You know what I mean? So, 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 so it's kind of, so instead of like, like me, I love dance or reggae. That's my number one. You know what I mean? I, I, I listen. You know, I listen to reggae even more than dancehall. You get what I'm saying? I like the, I love the roots rock. One and drop. All that. I, one drop. I love that. You know what I mean? So I listen to that all day, every day. You know what I mean? But dancehall, raw. You know what I mean? When I'm going to like a, now certain settings, a meeting or whatever, and I need to be hamped, I turn on some old bounty killer, <laughs> my tab or some war, <laughs> some whatever, and it just pump me up. I'm ready. You know what I mean? And I'm ready. So I love it. But there was that group I'm telling you, and you know, and I was amongst those group of guys who some of them who got latched on to the hip hop. Hip hop kind of somewhat was kind of, I guess, 
over reggae, it kind of prioritized. And I think it, that influence kind of got into, oh, they, you know, they reflect, they do the music nowadays. Yeah. Because I know guys who do music now. Like, I know, you know, a couple of my friends who do music now. And, I, and even their rhythm and beat it can, is more influenced by hip-hop. Then we talk about DMX and then we talk about Nas and Jay. You get what I'm saying? Instead of talking about, you know, the Buju or the, the Spraga back in the days. Uh, you get what I'm saying? They're more excited talking about those, you know, hip-hop guys than, say, the dancer guys. Yeah. From my analysis of the thing, you know, the, the producers that used to produce for Spraga and Buju and Bounty, they're, I mean, they're really coming from that lineage from that almost apprenticeship coming down the line from Studio One. From Studio One to Jammies Them, you know, Bounty's first singles and albums drop on Jammies label. And then, you know, the guys like Donovan Germain and, um, you know, the whole Madhouse family and the, the people, Dave Kelly, you know, even them, they were like understudies to some of those elder producers that were coming from that foundation lane. So... Yeah, don't forget Snow Cone as well. Yeah, it's a big difference. Big, big, big difference in um, their, um, I guess, what the inspiration they're drawing from. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing that uh, I noticed when we used to juggle in the in the in the nine, you know, in the early 2000s, that was like, you know, I would say one of the peaks of Highlander. You know what I'm saying? In terms of juggling and playing out, and we always had a rule, which was like, yo, don't mix the song before the bass line drop in. You know what I mean? And over time, I would go to dances and hear people playing out and they would mix the tune before the bass drop. You know what I mean? And that's the sweet part of the tune. So I'm wondering if the way that the selectors have gotten used to technology now, it's not records anymore. It's easier to move real fast on your laptop with your Serato. You know what I mean? And they're just addicted to just going super fast. And they're mixing the song before the rhythm even dropping. You know what I'm saying? So as a producer, why put a bass line anymore if they're not going to let the bass line play? <laughs> you know, just put a little punchline in the front of the song and you're good. <laughs> I think Agard said something last one episode when he was ranting about, they call him ZJs or whatever, because they're not most, it, it's so easy. You know, I can get up and, you know, put music on, some lap, on a laptop and, and say I'm a, I'm a DJ, you get what I'm saying? I'm mixing, but I'm not, you know, like like I said, mixing is an art and it's not um and it's not that anymore. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't I'm not even talking about mixing and I I'm just, you know what I mean? Like I heard a, a interview with with Shinehead the other day and you know, he was just talking about playing a song and let letting it breathe, you know what I'm saying? Especially a dub plate. If you think about a dub plate, you know what I mean? That's like it's a live performance. I mean, yo, but I was listening to some audio and I was listening to Massacre. You know, Massacre, the, the DJ, that's um, real real popular now. You know what I'm saying? And Agar, you always pointed out Massacre as a good yeah, lyricist. Yeah, hardcore. But I feel like, yo, when Massacre is playing, they let him, they let his dubs play longer. You don't think, you don't think so? It's just something about the, the lyrical content. Yeah, people like him and Idonia you know, kind of taking over from where Bounty and Beanie left off, you know, where it's still lyrical to where a lot of the other new artists, I feel like it's a vibe. You know, they're trying to get jiggy with it, trying to, you know, <laughs> everything is a, the, the funny thing about what you said about bass too, is like, um, 
you know, a lot of some of those songs, it's like you're waiting. You're like, when does the bass come in? But interestingly enough, when you, if you listen to Popcorn's album, Popcorn has a it, like to me, it's a classic album because it does have those elements still in it. You know, it, there's artists that are out there that still kind of do it because you hear the bass line. You hear like it's definitely hip hop influence, but you still hear the bass line. That's a great mixed album, you know. But some hip hop has a lot of bass though. Like that's yeah. You know, I guess the, yeah, the good hip hop is gonna and rock. Some, you know, you bob your head, right? It's got that bounce in it. It's got that vibe. Right. And but I and think some maybe hip hop producers like Pete Rock, Salam Redmi, they draw the inspiration from from reggae, straight from Jamaica, exactly. So the whole thing is just twisted on its head right now. It is, but you know. You know, hopefully, hopefully we can we can get it back. Um, it, it, I think a lot of guys don't like competition anymore, and uh, I think that's one of the, especially these new artists, they don't like the competition. I remember, you know, rhythm was somewhat competitive, you know. Oh yeah. If you want a rhythm, and and I like what most of the, the big artists used to do, like they if they if they hear you want a rhythm, they don't like to be the, even the first one on it. Cause they want to hear. All right, well, let's see what's going on in the rhythm. Ooh, all right, I say, here you go, talking some crazy lyrics, all right? I got to come strong. You get what I'm saying? But no, right. nowadays, these guys don't like, they don't want competition. They want to do my own. This is this track belongs to me and only me on it. And, you know, so I think that's, that's just one of it. And I mean, a dance hall is a competitive sport. Even for fun or even see it, it's just, you know, they, 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 all the artists, at least what I grew up with around in the 90s, they're very competitive you always have some beef or something going on even for not just a lyrical lyrical level no you know what i mean i don't see that as much or you know i doesn't play it out like that as much i would say yeah but i'll tell you the difference now i think because i was talking about this with agard before you know nowadays i don't even suggest that these guys beef or get into you know what I mean? Because I don't feel like they a lot of them have the real talent to <laughs> to make it interesting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more like it's more vulgar and you know, they're like they they getting personal, you know what I'm saying, talking about who who slept with whose girl and you know what I mean? <laughs> Social yeah. media beef. Yeah, you know, but if it's like a stage show they they wouldn't be able to work with a band and actually perform and make that entertaining. You know what I'm saying? They're just putting out a song, putting out a song. Which, you know. which thing was it where Beanie and Bunty was on the stage for a long, long while? I, I forgot which year was it? You remember which year was that? Thing, uh, was it 94? When well, Bunty I, and Beanie was going back and forth. Like it could be. song for song. Be. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I love what, that's that. That's what man. I love. You know yeah, I, mean? I love that too. I'm talking. We talk about like when like Showtime Rhythm was out, yo. So yeah. a little bit later than that, right? Showtime, yo, a band, and they have a band or or a selector. Mm. Just run the Showtime, and yeah. say you have like a bounty and a beanie, even an elephant. You know, any of those guys, Cabra. You know, what I'm yeah. saying Spraga. You know, and they would bum rush the stage. You know, what I'm saying and. I'm, just stand I'm, I'm, there and it's just, just lyrics after lyrics and lyrics. i'm talking hit tune after hit tune forward after forward everybody has the one mic yes yeah and i'm telling you which rhythm used to be the 
used to be before Showtime. You, you know a rhythm called Superstar? And yeah, it's Every if if he's not if you can't manage the rhythm, they need to just put on the mic and call it a raps. Because every DJ I've no, I've been to so many stage shows in Jamaica, either, and even like DJ just grabbing the mic at a random dance, and that was the first to them. Selector play the play the play the superstar. Yeah, and man. You, you have to know for manage. If you can't manage that rhythm, you just need to call it a rap. You're not an entertainer. And I don't think most of these new artists can do that. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I got to give props to Bass Odyssey. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Khalil sent me a, a, a Bass Odyssey audio earlier. And you know, Bass Odyssey used the same rhythms for years, like decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, Bass Odyssey be pulling some some performances out of these new artists, yo. Yeah. I, I texted Khalil, I said, yo, the the, the TJ that, that Bass Odyssey cut on the uh, Run Down the World rhythm, I'm like, yo, no other sound system can get these new artists to do it, yo. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, it's a surprise when they can. That's why I respect Massacre because it seemed like he's one of those artists. Can do that. That's kind of like a throwback, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, definitely. So, Nicholas, uh, I want to ask you, there's a new controversy, controversy, mm-hmm. right, where you have the self-proclaimed king of dancehall vibes. What do you mean self-proclaimed king? Well, because, okay, well, you have Beanie Man was, like, given some belt or some award or something, like, Listen. Like Beanie Man was given a plaque or something like it was official. Listen. Like he had the song to go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, now listen, Beanie I, still I feels him. like he's the king of the dance hall. <laughs> was <laughs> was the king? Listen, I respect Beanie for the fact that they listen. You know, sometimes you have to proclaim stuff in order for people for call you that, right? So I respect Beanie at the time for saying, "Listen, I'm the king of dance hall." I love the fact that he went and say that. I, I, you know, what I mean, I don't believe that, but listen, we we said we we give him to we give that to him, but there's no way and there's no debate that Vibes Cartel, Adija Palmer, is not the reigning champion of dancer. Period. There's no question about that. Yo, I'm I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because even when Beanie proclaimed that, I never believed him. I thought it was Bounty. Yeah. So Beanie could say whatever he want. I respect him. He's a talented dude, but. Yo, even when he said it back then, it was just like, nah, that's not true. So now to try and give vibes a uh, cartel a run, nah. Listen. <laughs> nah, it work. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that the grung Godzilla is the Bunty one that should sure. be saying I'm, this. I'm from that. I'm from, I'm from that 90s era. Because, yo, wasn't it? I saw an article. I saw an article where vibes actually had um, sent some message or something like that, bigging up Miss Ivy, you know what I mean? bounty killer's mama on our earth strong and stuff like that you know what i mean and um so it seemed like yeah cartel mm-hmm. never is going to diss yeah. bounty you know what i mean just knowing that bounty is the one that responds for his career and you know what i mean so i think it would be more appropriate for the killer over beanie no because in the idea killer did have him time but you know what i mean and that yeah we can't but i'm from that era when we're in a school, you have, you have two sides you have to pick. You have either Bunty or Beanie. Period. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're either, either Bunty fan or you're a Beanie fan. That's, that's, that's what was it in the 90s. There's Bunty or Beanie. There's no in between. Draw the line. 
and and yeah, we draw a line here, Bunty and Bini, and you know, Bunty are my my artist from them time. I, I, I love Bunty just because the lyrical aspect of him song. Bini man fun with him, we'll go fun song, but <laughs> lyrics is what draw me. You get what I'm saying? But like, listen to somebody and them, and them throw some word in there, and you have to pull it up several times. I say, what land? What just happened? You know what I mean? So, Bunty was that. You know what I mean? I remember I was listening when we used to listen to cassette. I was listening to Follow the Arrow. I remember when Bunty first called up um, Vibes Cartel and Steel and then perform, I think, Gal Clown. Oh, bad man, we told God, God, we not do that. And I saw, and, and then Cartel is a man from bar. He used to go with high school too before him, you know, he get that is expel or whatever. So- oh, come on, phone. What's wrong? Sprinter. This smartphone is not smart. Then switch to Sprint and get a brilliant iPhone XR for just $15 a month. $15 a month? Now that sounds smart. Switch to Sprint and get the brilliant iPhone XR for just $15 a month. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 per month after $16.25 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires 24-month installment. Calling if cancel early. Remain in balance two. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes tax. $30 fiction fee. Restrictions apply. So, so we always... Yeah, and they have a set of man who from Izzy era in Waterford we used to come with school. So they always are talk about this youth. Vibes here, vibes cartel. So when we and then we start to get like look a CD and like a demo from him. And we start and when, when we start listening to Vibes Cartel, I'll tell you, and just for ear or the man play with word. I used to say vibes cartel was like an Eminem in our way with a mixed of rhyme that not supposed to rhyme. Yeah man. That was Vibes Cartel. And, and, and that's what that's what draw me to him. Because just him lyrical. I'm, f- I'm from B- Cartel Bus, I think, 2000, 2001. Cartel been killing it, even when him got prison. <laughs> yeah, man. If still... Yeah. Press gas on him, got prison. Turn up Come the on, heat. man. You can't... You can't de- this is not a debate. <laughs> it's not a debate. Yeah, man. It is not. Well, a lot of these guys are still, you know... They're kind of grudging the thing, you know, elephant and their mind that, but yeah. Them can. All right, so we solidify cartel place. B- b- before before we pass, that's a, you know everybody play them role. You know, elephant elephant man at in time. You know what I mean when him, you know, me a lock stuff all over the globe. So we we not gonna take we not gonna take you know we not we are giving respect for that. But you know, end of the day, is all of them that are just fun song. You know, if you are talking about. When you when talk about lyrical and the, the techniques and all, the whole, I, I even know if we describe it. I don't know guys, maybe better than me describing, but Cartel have it, have, have all of it down pack. You know what I mean? Way, the way him can, can guard attention to himself, everything. As we don't want in a superstar. That's, that's vibes. True. Cartel. And him have the talent for back it. True. All right. So let's transition to the women in the game. Who's yeah. the who's the real queen of the dance hall? <laughs> How you know? Shensia's fan base is growing. Spice has mm. been around for ten years, My, and she's loud. You know, it's Listen, yet I, to be I, seen. I, I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> My only criticism is is that why we always debatable women and lyrics, and we always forget Tanya Stevens. That that's my only thing. She she's a top tier lyricism. Tanya Stevens, you ever okay. listen to her album? Listen to her song? I right, go back and listen to Tanya Stevens, and 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 she's very lyrical and skilled. 
but we always leave out yeah. the conversation somebody else was saying that um recently um it was ninja crown or somebody so you mainly your criteria is mainly lyrics then definitely substance is my big thing if you have lyrics substance and all that that's that's how i judge you you know what i mean and uh i can't say it, there's any woman artist where you get me listening to and uh and i repeat you know it sucks but you know that's just what it is you know yeah I mean? I mean now is a good time for women but it's still too early well, you're discussing the category of women you know a lot of people will have to put looks and sexiness and stuff like that we had an episode that talked about that you know whoever could dash out the most <laughs> mm-hmm. in this day and age it's it's um it's not even about talent as much as how much you can gain gain attention either from a right. social media point standpoint you get what i'm saying you know man what's your name of course people are gonna follow her look at her you get what i'm saying <laughs> we're not we're not gonna go around the thing she she's a very attractive lady you get what i'm saying so if, if she put herself out there and the way you know she 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 dress and everything the you're naturally going to gain certain audience. If, is it for the talent? I don't know. You, you get what I'm saying? So I think this error is, is, is if you can control the social media game, you don't necessarily have to be that talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say about the ladies right now because to me it's, it's like a whole crop of them were just, you know, started – what they and it's too early for me you know i mean shensia uh, obviously she she can write a rhythm and she have some lyrics but you know everything so far has been you know take a girl man and fight over man and you know i'm saying so i mean i'm just waiting to see the 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 next side if there is one you know i would just say guys check out tanya steven because that's one of the things i love with tanya steven and and, and i mean and she would be my favorite if i'm gonna pick somebody you get what i'm saying because she's very lyrical versatile all our song is not about the same thing she she more roots rocks reggae in her sense but sometimes she do get busy so i I would advise you know check her out she's pretty you know i mean she, she would be one of my favorite i would say Period. Uh, even just artist general. Now, if you do with woman or man, she's just, uh, you know, she to me, she's very talented. And I'm just surprised we always leave her out of the conversation. This is true. True, yeah. true. This true. is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I would, you know, for me personally, out to the new school, I'm, ri- I'm riding with Janine. You know? So. I, I don't even know who that is. I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know enough about her. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yes, I yeah man. So, up. yeah, that's the one you need to check out, Janine. Janine, just, you know, oh, simple okay. like that. She, she's working on a new album right now. Couple albums deep, if uh, not two or three that's out right now. Oh, why are we forgetting um, the new new kid on the block? Um, coffee. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brand, I mean, brand, she's brand, boy, brand boy. new. Um, if she keep yeah. it up, I, I hope she keep it up. I pray for she's her. Man. Next I, to blow. Yeah, she she she's she, to Columbia she's a UK. Yes, Columbia UK. I heard like they haven't signed a reggae artist in a very long time. You know what I mean? And they signed her after like two singles were out on the road. Yeah. So she's what I'm seeing, and even just her freestyle and stuff. She's talented. 
very and it seems like it's a natural gifted talent where she just got it so i just hope she just keep the same type of energy she don't stray away from you know our our, our originality and you know i hope, I hope you know I, I, i'll pray for her man she's like she's a savior of of, of, of the culture right now yeah you're right Every, everybody's real <laughs> exactly. nervous like don't she's mess up her, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, i wish her all yeah. the best man yeah, man. I mean, right now, you know, from my analysis of the thing, in terms of the whole package, in in the in the very young artists coming out now, I think more of the females are actually bringing that real, authentic vibe. Um, Coffee is one of them. You know, we talked about some of these names in the women of reggae. So, listeners, you know, if you haven't checked these people out, definitely check them out. Coffee with a K, right? And um. There's a daughter, Leela Aiki, who's another mm-hmm. one, very, very talented. And she's not a DJ, she's a singer, but um, on Protégé's label. And um, yeah, man, she's, she, yeah, I'm not going to go ahead and listen, go back and listen to the Reggae Lover episode, Women in Reggae. And we list out all the rising stars on that one. Yo, I'm going to make a prediction real quick because Buju just got out, right? So. I feel like Buju's going to have his part in changing a little bit, having to do the music industry. I think it'll, it'll, it'll be very weird if he didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like just his talent alone, I think is going to make ripples through the industry right now. Cause everybody's eager to hear what he's going to come out with. And I'm sure, you know, it's going to be something very powerful. That's going to kind of bring back that vibe. And I think for a long time, when he was in jail, his presence yeah. was missed. And that's how Vibes actually had a good opportunity to step up, you know, because everybody followed Vibes. You know what I'm saying? But before that, it was like Buju. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if, if and when some of this stuff from the 90s and the early 2000s gets introduced in a new way from Buju. And also, I got to say props oh, to yeah, Junior yeah. Gong, too, because, I mean, he he's heavily hip hop influence, but then still yeah. keeps that regular vibe Marley going. Influenced. But, but to me, he's the, he's the <laughs> yeah. talented Marley. <laughs> Junior Gong, he's the talented one. You know what I mean? He's the only that he's the only one what that deserve a Grammy to me. <laughs> yo, why? That's 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 a news clip right Listen, there, yo. Um, I think I think one of you guys posed a comment about a Grammy. I don't, we don't want to stray too much, but this one, this is like the last Grammy is just just one reason why I don't. You see that they have no respect for the music or the culture or whatever, but you know, 2018 was a good year for. I would say reggae album. You know what I mean? You had, you had Protege, Kabaka, Popcorn. You get what I'm saying? To me, they were like three solid albums. At least should be in a nomination category. You know what I mean? I, I love Spraga. I mean, I love Shaggy. You know what I mean? I love the facts thing, but come on. You get what I'm saying? It, it, it reached a point where you're just getting too... You know what I mean? It's too... It, like, they just choose the person they kind of know or something like that, but not really. I mean, that's the truth, though. I, I never... I don't think I ever respected no. the Grammys for reggae. Ever. ever. 
Never. I mean, it's not like it just got that way. It's like even when I was a kid, well, it was the same thing. I don't know, you know man. I feel, yeah, I, I, I agree, you know, but you know what I'm saying? I'm glad that Shaba got his Grammy back then. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm glad that like Black Uhuru got their Grammy back then. You know, I guess I don't really have any anybody else to add to that, <laughs> that now, list. Now listen, Damien Marley, Damien Marley to me yeah. is the only one I, and I'll say that again, Marley that deserved their Grammy. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a big fan of Damien Marley. I, I purchased all his albums. I listen to all his albums. Yeah. Like I say, he's, you know, he might have a hip-hop vibe, but he also, you know, to me, he's the one that was the only one that is really talented. Stevie Marley as well. But, you know I mean, I, I'd have no, you know, Ziggy getting Grammy, come on. You know what I mean? So, so yo, it's stuff man. like that. Just see, you guys just, don't <laughs> know. Like, yo, I grew up. Nicholas, thank <laughs> yeah, you. When Ziggy was out, that's when I was in. That's when I was in Jamaica. You know what I mean? And you would yeah. flip on Jamaica Broadcasting Corporation (JBC). Flip it on, mm-hmm. and you see Ziggy. You know they show Bob video. They show Ziggy video them. You know what I'm saying? So back then, like tomorrow people, and um, yeah. you know tomorrow people. Come Yo, on, y'all I, don't know that I man. Know it, but no, we know that. But name another Yo, Ziggy back, song. Name another then, Ziggy song. <laughs> Back then, what? <laughs> Name another Ziggy song. Yo, yeah, I'm trying to remember right. the other one. Nicholas is making me bold to remember the other one. Like, Ziggy is like in the same category with like a Herbie Hancock or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like some <laughs> oh different things, yo. <laughs> oh, exactly. No. Yo, I'm telling you. Listen, I have no ties to the mall, so they can't do me nothing, man. But I'm just saying, that's my opinion. You gotta have it back, Khalil. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree um, on that Grammy for okay. I'm. A, I know I'm gonna get beat up for this, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I thought Chronology should have won over Stony Hill because um, Chronic. That's a good. That's a. That's a good. I I would I would agree with that, but I'm not mad that. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah, mad, it. but I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I wasn't mad about it. I have both of the albums. I listened to both of the albums, but I listened to Chronology I enjoy Stone Hill better. I enjoy Stone Hill better. My personal. I listen to both, but I enjoy Stone Hill better. Right, but at least it's... I, I, can, I can go track for track yeah. with Stone Hill. Yeah, at least it's in the same type of... of I, I can't, I can't. It's in the same a- atmosphere. You know, some of these reggae albums that they have in the category is very different. They're very different vibes. Very. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm glad that Tana got her nomination this um, this past year, but I feel like she had some stronger music when she first came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That didn't... Get that I saw her live too. She's very, she's very good. I saw her live. I don't remember it was the last year, the year before, but and she's very, very, very talented. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's she's no, she's nothing to no mess with. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man. Bigger Patana. So yeah, man. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm glad <laughs> that we we took it to this because you know the episode is about the '90s, but you know y'all gotta understand we're not stuck in the past. We just wanted to highlight some of the differences and analyze like some of the reasons why we think things have gone in the way that they've gone. Um, and you know, some of the vibes is kind of missing in the music of today. Yeah. Um, not to say that there's no hope for the future or that, you know, there's nothing going on today. So 
Yeah, man. Give thanks for, for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. A lot to look forward to coming up, man. I'm looking forward to Budjo and whatever he has to offer. And, and shout out to Coffee, Protégé, Chronics, all those. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I like my 90s artists. So I'm, I'm glad that you have the association with Spraga because to me, when I was a kid, I used to make these weird associations with artists. And, and back in the 80s when I was a kid, it was all about Papa Son. You know, and his lyricism, and I think when Spraga yeah. came out, for some reason, he reminded me not not like the way that he DJed, but like for some something about him reminded me of Papa Son. So I, nobody else might think that, but that that was my DJ for a while. Yeah. Khalil will tell you, you know, what I'm saying he was the most consistent artist. You know, he was a middle of the road artist that was very consistent, made a lot of different type of songs. So, you know, I appreciate the the contributions that Spraga made to dancehall back in the '90s too. Yeah, man, the Spraga episode that ended the 2017 season of the Regular Lover Podcast. Man, that was one of the most popular shows that that we ever did man mix like an hour plus of spraga band songs and yeah man it hit ten thousand plays like in a month on soundcloud and just kept going yo so definitely people appreciate the art the bands you know no and the, the spraga spraga let me say this a spraga one of my favorite and I, I don't even know um spraga i'm on to tell this story already you know before you pass and you say when he said, Buju, I think Buju came on Vice like a, a dub for, 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 for Labens, uh, like a dub plate. And, and I think when he heard, Spraga heard Buju, <laughs> Spraga still my uncle like, you know, I can't do that. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I think I can't do that. And then that's how it started. He just went and just, he always do just dub for Labens, did a lot of dub for Labens. And then, you know, he take, yeah. took off from there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. I remember <laughs> that. Remind. I remember um, in an interview, he actually, he actually said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So it, the '90s, um, mid mid 2000 was the peak, and you know, hopefully we get him back where you know we can we can be proud of the music again. You know, we still have a few guys who do a good job. You know what I mean? But but the overall. You know, we just need to look into it and go back to, I think the guys that need a one-on-one back on, you know, the, 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 the culture and the basics of what reggae is. You know what I mean? We don't want to be like, Why? we don't want to be like hip-hop. Hip-hop was a hip-hop bird from us, our culture. It's mm-hmm. not the other way around. So, you know, we, we, yeah, we need to be that way. True, true. Well said. Well, there you have it, man. Thank you for joining us on the Regular Level Podcast, Nicholas, yo. Um, people listen to Jamaica State of Mind. It's the podcast where you hear this young man, you know what I mean, talking politics and a whole heap of things. Yeah, man. So, yes. Yeah, so you know, let's like say uh, available on all state of mind. Jamaica. I mean, available on all platform. Jamaican state of mind. Um, you know, you can reach me on social media. Um, JSM podcast. Um, on all platform, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know I mean, follow me. And I would I'm working on some new episode to put out soon. You know, and to get you guys out there, I, you know, I have a lot on my mind, so <laughs> I got a lot to say. All right, so I appreciate you guys inviting me on here, man. It was a very insightful 
conversation and I definitely enjoyed enjoyed it, you know? Definitely, man. Hopefully you could come back sometime. Oh, for sure. Regular Lover Podcast on Instagram at Regular Lover Podcast on Twitter at Regular Lover Pod. Please visit reggaelover.com as well. And on the podcast page there, you can find links to all of the different places where you may choose to listen to the show on your mobile device, on your computer, on your smart speaker, whatever you got going on. Why the technology, you know, say Google play regular. No. Yeah. What you say? A guard. Yeah. You could just reach me on Instagram at A O A G A R D. That's A O A guard. You know, that's it, man. Until next time. It's a dedication to regular lovers worldwide. Give thanks for listening. Peace. To book Khalil Wanda, call 404-552-0492 or email reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com. For booking of Highlander Sound, 404-552-0492 or email reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com. Visit Highlander Sound on the web at reggaelover.com. Follow at H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D-A on Twitter. Follow at K-A-H-L-I-L-W-O-N-D-A on Instagram. And like Facebook.com slash Highlander Music for more information. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audiobook about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm-hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Stephens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole, film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood, 
There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. 